0: Welcome in everybody. How we doing? Good to have you with us on a Tuesday. Brought to you by, in hour number one, Tim Lasher and his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Heating and air needs, you need them taken care of, you need it done by a reliable, trustworthy company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. You should call them, 405-579-3113. We should start, I believe, Parker Thune with the transfer portal opener today. What's happening?
1: it's a transfer portal it's out of control we're losing
0: our defense no not our starting quarterback we need him do me a favor please get out of here get out of here man we gotta get out of- Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Transfer Portal News, as always, here on The Rep, brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction, 405-831-8222. Brent Swift will come out and take a look personally at your home. Full-service roofing and construction company, all types of roofing performed. They do uh, work related to storm damage. 25 years of experience with every job. They've renovated over 350000 houses. 350 houses that 350 that'd be like you yeah. know, holy smokes an Steely. entire uh an entire metropolis but great reputation locally owned they won't come knocking on your door for business swiftcogroup.com that's swiftcogroup.com 405-831-8222 parker thune another edition edition number three incoming for the sooners they already have a couple, uh, of course, uh, before about uh, 45 minutes ago. Spencer Brown, the offensive tackle for Michigan State. Des Malone, the defensive back from Eagle State. And today, Deion Burks, the wide receiver out of Purdue. 5'11", 47 receptions for the Boilermakers last year. 630 yards, seven touchdowns. The leading receiver for Purdue last year. And a pretty good portal pickup for OU.
1: Steely, let me give you the list. Of all of the players that have told Emmett Jones no since he was hired at Oklahoma in January, Bryant Wesco. that's it. That's the list. Emmett Jones is, I'd like, if we're just looking at resume right now and we're isolating it down to what has happened in calendar year 2023— There is no recruiter on the Oklahoma staff that holds a candle to Emmett Jones.
0: He's been unbelievable. Mr. Mr. Jones. He's got a recruiting thing going on. That's my Emmett Jones song today. Thank you very much. Lovely rendition. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, That guy's big time, man. That guy is big time. Emmett Jones. Think about coming from Lubbock to God's country in Norman, Oklahoma, and becoming a superstar Boom, just like that. Emmett Jones, major props. All right, here is by my count. They can't keep all these receivers, can they? I mean, think <laughs> this about was, this. Think about my first thought, too. All right, Jalil Farouk, Andrell Anthony, Nick Anderson, Jaden Gibson, Jaquaze Petaway, Gavin Freeman, Brennan Thompson, J.J. Hester, L.B. Bunkley Shelton, Zion Kearney coming in, Zion Raggins coming in, Ivan, Ivan Carrion coming in, K.J. Daniels coming in. Deion Burks coming in. You can't keep them all, right? Like, Gavin Freeman is
1: option number eight, probably, on that list. And I don't know. Like, obviously, there's going to be a ton of competition, and there are far worse things to have than really stiff competition for starting spots. But, like, with how much returning talent Oklahoma has, you throw Deion Burks into the fold. West Petaway was a top 100 recruit this mm-hmm. past year yeah one of the finest wide receiver prospects in the entire country how many snaps are there going to be for that guy this fall because Jalil Farouk's going to start right, that's not a guy you're knocking out of the lineup Nick Anderson how do you not get that guy on the field as much as possible
0: and real Anthony's awesome. Jaden Gibson, man, got a, a very high ceiling. Made some great catches. You talked about. I mean, they've got they've got a burner and Brennan Thompson. They've got other guys with speed too. But Thompson is a in a league of his own. But uh, can you keep uh, by my count? The names that I just uh, you know talked about. That's fourteen right there. So we'll see what's going to happen. But fourteen
1: scholarship receivers.
0: You think about uh, Farouk. Really good player. Andrew Anthony, really good player. Nick Anderson, really good player. Jaden Gibson, good player. Could become even a better player. Petaway, we like what we see. Deion Burks was a proven commodity at Purdue. Uh, you know, and they've got Brennan Thompson, again, as a deep threat. Gavin Freeman, I haven't given up on Gavin Freeman. He's still a good oh, no. player. I like- still a good player. I know he muffed some punts and, and you know, didn't have uh, some great things happen this year. But there's a lot of te- – that room is absolutely loaded. Now, I'm not sure you have a C.D. Lamb in that room, but you've got some really good players in that room. You probably don't have a C.D. Lamb. Maybe Nick Anderson be- could become that guy.
1: I mean, C.D. Lamb's one of the top five receivers in the NFL right now. So yeah, that's, that's, no that's a high bar. But like, I hate to play hardball here, Steely, but like somebody's got to bounce, right? Well... And
0: I agree you with uh, the four. Crowd. The four hundred two uh, stole my thunder. And look, I, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but of those names, you would think that maybe Hester and LB Bunkley, Shelton. What do you think? I mean, if, do they process a couple of these guys? I mean, you're not going to process Farouk, Anthony, Anderson, Gibson, Freeman, Thompson. Uh, it is. You, you know, uh, those would be the two likely names. And again, I, I don't know if they can Well, keep snaps
1: them are already going to be sparse for many of those yeah. qualified receivers in 2024. It is hard to fathom a world in which LV Bunkley, Shelton, and J.J. Hester are ever playing meaningful snaps at Oklahoma. Yeah. With and how it, deep that room is.
0: And it might be uh, nothing against them, obviously, no. but it might be a better situation for them to uh, to move on. Those conversations will have to be had. uh We were talking about uh, tight end. You've got Devon Mitchell coming in, Caden Helms, Blake Smith, uh well is still around, Cade McIntyre. You might get a guy through the portal, so tight end is a position you need to look at as well what's going to happen there. But, I mean, you, you talk about the most crowded room, man, where there's no space at all with the addition of Deion Burks coming in from Purdue. It is the wide receiver room. And there is a lot of really good talents in that room.
1: A I listener mean, in the 817 wants to know, Steely, first
0: OU Burks since Brent? I Yeah, I, I would think that's correct, 817. Yeah, and and uh, Ohio Sooner has a good question, too. Do you think carry On is going to end up being a tight end? He is 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, isn't he, carry On. <laughs> that is an enormous carry human being. On my like, way, so, Here's the thing.
1: If you have ever encountered Joe John Finley in person, You understand just how large of a human Joe John Finley is, how tall of a human he is. And you look at that picture from when they did the in-home visit with Ivan Carrion and his family. Ivan dwarfs Joe John. Dwarfing Joe John Finley is an astronomically difficult thing to do.
0: I don't imagine there are many people on the planet who dwarf Joe John Finley. No, there are not. Yeah, that's a pretty short line, I would think. Maybe if you, you a bunch of NBA players, and that's probably about it. But.
1: Ivan Carrion is a legit six foot six, and may in fact be closer to 6'7".
0: All right, so again, if you're just joining us, the news today coming out of the portal is the Sooners get a wide receiver, Deion Burks, 5'11", 7 TDs, leading receiver for the Purdue Boilermakers last year. And he is headed to the University of Oklahoma. That is three now for the Sooners in uh, the portal, in the incoming category. Spencer Brown, offensive lineman, Michigan State. The defensive back, Des Malone, from San State yesterday. And today we get, again, uh, news that the Sooners are getting Deion Burks. Wide receiver out of Purdue. And once again, we want to thank Swiftco Roofing Company for all of your transfer portal updates. 405-831-8222 online at swiftcogroup.com. All right. Um, any other portal news that you're thinking? I did see that Reggie Grimes could pull a reverse <laughs> Trace Ford. <laughs> would, you, would you trade Reggie Grimes for Trace Ford? I think many OU fans would say yes. He's got an offer now from Oklahoma State. Uh-huh. So, We'll see. I hope he lands land somewhere in place. But, uh, again, it's – I don't know. The old part of me is still – just doesn't like this.
1: Uh, NW Sooner on the text line says, Loading up with wide receivers, why? We need defensive big guys in the trenches. Hey, look, Oklahoma's going after defensive big guys in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Okay, make no mistake about that. They are going after those big-time defensive tackles. But uh, here's my thought – Here's the one way I can kind of make it make sense the decision to take Deion Burks. Because, you know, two weeks ago, Oklahoma was not taking on planning a port or planning on taking a portal wide out. Then they started kicking around the idea. Then they decided, okay, we're going to get serious about it, but only an elite dude. Only an elite dude. And I think if you're going into your pursuit of a portal receiver with that frame of mind, Steely, it would stand to reason that. You're almost counting on the addition of a guy like Deion Burks driving a couple other guys off the roster that are simply never going to play. And,
0: and again, the candidates look like L.B. Bunkley Shelton and J.J. Hester. And, again, hate to throw those names out, but when you read off the other names, they would seem they're not going to process out and take a, you know, hey, they're not going to go to Zion Raggins and say, you know what, we don't need you anymore. You wouldn't think anything like that would happen. They did lose. Remember they had Ezukama in the Class 2, and it could have been even worse. Where did he end up? Ezekama? TCU. He TCU, to TCU, that's right, for uh, Ezekama. All right, 405 Hey, the SEC schedule release will be happening tomorrow night, and uh, Tyler and, uh, and Teddy will be going an extra hour tomorrow from 6 to 7. They'll be on from 3 to 7 as the uh, SEC – unveils the entire schedule. We know some of the dates, obviously, for Oklahoma already, but uh, you will have the full schedule coming out courtesy of the SEC and their uh, unveiling tomorrow. And, again, you'll hear reaction right here on the ref. Okay, 405-651-3439. Meyer Chevrolet text line. Keep the tax rolling in. Let's talk about how the Sooners are shaping up for next season, their first year in the SEC. We will do that next as we – Pay tribute to Mr. Jones. Emmett Jones, already a Sooner Hall of Famer. Stay with us. Emmett Jones has done it again through the portal. Deion Burks, wide receiver, the leading receiver for the Purdue Boilermakers, has portaled to Oklahoma. Beamed in this morning, about an hour ago, a little over an hour ago. Third portal edition for the Sooners. Spencer Brown, offensive tackle, Michigan State. Des Malone, uh, the uh, defensive back from San Diego State. And now Deion Burks, wide receiver from Purdue. Ladies and gentlemen, you will never hit the portal once you experience Riverwind Casino. There are nearly 3,000 electronic games. They've got the best selection of electronic games by far. All your favorite table games as well. Tremendous poker room. Highly rated. They've got uh, off-track betting. So they've got the best games, bars and dining, incredible hotel right there attached to the casino. The greatest promotions of all as well. And they've got concerts happening now again at the Showplace Theater. Next up, uh, coming up this Friday night, Lee Bryce on stage at the Showplace Theater. Also in December, Ron White, two comedy shows Saturday, December 30th, and Midland for a New Year's Eve show, which is a Sunday night December 31st at the Showplace Theater. The music of Midland bringing in the new year. January, we have Boys to Men, Clay Walker, and Joe Coy. In February, Air Supply, Scotty McCreary. They just announced a new date for Jay Leno coming to the Showplace Theater in March on a Friday night, March 15th. Jay Leno again. Friday night, March 15th, and Jim Gaffigan, another great comedian, coming in March on the 23rd. It's all happening at the best casino experience in the metro area, the one and only Riverwind Casino. All right. um, I'm thinking about next year for the Sooners. Quarterback Jackson Arnold, backup quarterback will be Michael Hawkins? Yes. I, I would say yes right now. Who else There's is still th- Brendan Zerbrug will be aboard. Brendan Zerbrug will be aboard. Bevel's gone, right? Bevel will be back. Bevel's back? Yes. Oh, that's right. He is back. What about General Booty?
1: General Booty will also be back, to the best of my knowledge. That's r- okay. He hosted Zerbrug on his
0: official visit there this you past go.
1: weekend. General Booty did. Imagine uh, that your host for your official visit is General Booty. How that's can, a story how can for you the you not, How
0: can you not commit if you're hosted by General Booty?
1: Uh, by the way... For people wondering, is Deion Burks any good? Here's the tweet from ESPN's Pete Thamel regarding Deion Burks' commitment to Oklahoma. Uh, The quote included in this tweet, it's not attributed to anybody, but the quote is, he could easily be a top 100 player next year. Deion Burks heading to Oklahoma. He's already on NFL draft radars after a breakout year at Purdue. So there you go.
0: That's a guy Jones. that's good enough
1: to hear his name called in the NFL draft.
0: All right, uh, so we've got quarterback, running back for next year. You start with Gavin Sawchuck. Then you still uh, – Javante Barnes is still around, c- Caleb Hicks. You have uh, Taylor Tatum coming in, Emeka Megwa is still around. Anybody Anybody else I'm leaving out there? Sawchuck, Barnes, Caleb Hicks, Taylor Tatum, Emeka Megwa. Xavier Robinson. Xavier Ro- oh, yeah, and Xavier Andy Ro- Bass. Z- Xavier Robinson coming in. Andy Bass would play, yeah. My apologies to the Carl Albert people because Xavier Robinson could be another uh, Tawie Walker, maybe a better version, certainly more highly recruited than Tawie Walker. So, yeah, I was doing this off the top of my head. But, yeah, Xavier Robinson, we talked about wide receiver. The starting at core at wide receiver, and they rotate these guys a lot, but you would start with, depending on Anthony's recovery, Anthony, Farouk, Anderson, Burks. How, how do you think that would play out?
1: I don't know i mean
0: you look at these other guys (laughs) there's like
1: man it's going to be stiff competition to see the field at wide receiver which is great on the one hand right like you know that the guys that are getting snaps the guys that are seeing the field are going to be bona fide dudes and jackson arnold's arsenal of weaponry is going to be elite i think the question becomes well like Uh, Let me ask you this. Let's just say three wide receivers were to hit the transfer portal tomorrow. Okay. And I won't throw any names out there, but let's just say there are three guys that are down there on the depth chart that haven't made super productive dents at Oklahoma yet. Let's say three wide receivers hit the portal, though. Will you take that? Is that a trade off you're willing to take, Deion Burks for three also-ran guys at receiver?
0: I mean, yeah, I think so. Okay. And, I mean, look, when we mentioned There's not names, necessarily a right answer. I'm just curious. Like, Petaway, I think, is a heck of a prospect. And he might be, depending on if Anthony's healthy and Farouk sticks around, and, and I certainly think that he will, he might be option number six now. Right? Because you think about it, if you have Farouk, you have Anthony, Anderson, Jaden Gibson, Deion Burks. And there is so much competition in that wide receiver room. It's unbelievable. All right, so offensive line, you lose Andrew Rame. He's headed to the NFL. Uh, Troy Everett, the favorite to be center. Would Josh Bates be available center as well? Josh Bates will certainly be
1: in the running to start at center. I think you're looking at a battle primarily between him and Troy Everett. Caden
0: Green, you believe, is going to stay at guard? I think he stays at left guard, So your tackle, Spencer Brown and Sexton?
1: Yes, and then your right guard, I believe, if it's not – Schaefer? Uh, Schaefer's done. He is done? I don't done? think Schaefer can come back. Okay. Um, You've got Logan Howland, Heath Zaited. Well, two guys that are coming to campus this weekend, and I think OU gets one, if not both. I feel very confident OU gets one. Uh, Vandermark? Fe- Gino Vandermark from Michigan State. What it is! OU Gino's back! Go ahead. And Fabeki Nawawu from North Texas.
0: Fabeki Nawawu. There you go. So, there you go. That can fill it out. Then tight end. Uh, who's the favorite at tight end? <laughs> Devon. Mitchell, there is no favorite. Caden Helms, Blake Smith, Josh Fanuel. There is no favorite. Cade McIntyre. They're also looking in the portal. I mean, you've heard about Holden stays as a guy. Uh, there's the kid from, uh, Southeast Louisiana, apparently that they, uh, they're looking at as well. I can't remember that kid. Uh, Bauer sharp. Yeah. Bauer I think it's, sharp. Yeah. Bauer sharp.
1: yeah. I, I like where OU sits with Holden stays. But even if Holden stays, ends up at OU, I don't think he's a surefire lock to start. He'd be the odds-on favorite, but Devon Mitchell is going to be hell for everybody else in that room as far as the competitive push that he's going to provide to see the field. I do expect Cade McIntyre to make a big step, and I know he's a guy that they're high on. And then the big wild card coming back from injury is Caden Helms. Yeah, It's all going to come down to how he feels and how he looks having dealt with the knee issues that have plagued him for the vast majority of calendar year 2023. And that's kind of a shot in the dark, right? That's up in the air. He could look great, or it could be like an Austin Stogner type of deal where he's just not the same. There's no way of knowing. Now, just knowing Caden Helms, knowing the way that he's attacked that rehab, I have confidence he's going to bounce back in a strong way for Oklahoma. And I do think he's somebody that will have a role in the offense in 2024. And a pretty substantial one.
0: All right. Uh defense next year, you start a DN. Who do you think would it be? PJ and Ethan Downs? R. Mason Thomas back. You got like well, Nigel Smith, Danny really? Okoye coming through the portal. Well or coming through uh from the in the class, twenty twenty four class, right? I'm
1: very curious to see what happens between OU and Princely Uman Mielin.
0: Bruce me who me who Correct, yes. yes. All
1: S E C defensive end from Florida, who is in the
0: portal. Okay. Prince. Princely. Lee. Prince Lee. Okay, Princely. All right. Lumi What
1: is it? Let me spell this out for you. U M A N. Okay. M-I-E
0: L E N. Umi uh, Close <laughs> enough. Princely. All right. So there Prince you go. Princely. Yeah, so that's we'll a just... name to look at. Yeah,
1: now, that that's probably the only defensive end that Oklahoma would entertain the idea of taking in the portal because, obviously, somebody like that, of that caliber, they're not hitting the portal very often. He could go be an NFL draft pick.
0: O-line and defensive line. I know it's sexy to get uh, Deion Burks, and, uh, you know, but offensive and defensive line. You've got to upgrade both of those into the SEC, clearly. Uh, D-line mm-hmm. for OU, Jacob Lacey. Uh, DJ Terry, I think they're coming back. DJ Terry will be back, yes. Uh, Jacob Lacey will be back as well. In the class, you have David Stone and Jaden Jackson coming in. Who else do you think is a factor on the D-line?
1: On those interior spots? Mm. Well, I do think Chris McClellan ends up at OU.
0: Chris McClellan is a guy they could get through the portal, yes. And then, of course, the big what-if is DJ Hicks. I mean, think about that. it. You might have P.J. Adabari, Ethan Downs, and uh, like uh, Chris McClellan and D.J. Hicks or David Stone. Some kind of rotation. Don't, Jaden Jackson, I still think, is underrated, too. All right, uh, linebackers, you've got Stutzman, Kip Lewis, Jaron Kanick, Kobe McKenzie, Sammy Omasego, Lewis Carter, Phil Pachotti, James Nesta coming in in the class. Cornerback will be interesting. Gentry Williams, if he can stay healthy. Uh, Woody Washington, Chancey would come back. I, you know, I don't know. Then if Gentry Williams is healthy, he's starting. And then you've got Josiah Wagner, Macari Vickers, Kendall Dolby, Des Malone, Jaden Rowe, Kenai Walker, Eli Bowen. Um, Jeremiah Jer- Newcomb. Yeah, coming in. Devon and Jordan. Devon Jordan coming in. Yeah. Who would you think would be the favorites? Because Gentry Williams, again, if he's healthy, is going to start. Who else?
1: I, I don't know. I I want to say Josiah Wagner because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was dealing with some injury issues early in the fall that probably cost him a chance to legit push for a starting he spot. He was
0: absolutely tearing it up in fall camp. He was.
1: Then. So I, but then again, I don't know how Josiah Wagner is going to stack up next to Des Malone, for instance, because physically those are two very different Players. Vinny right? wants
0: to know about uh, Taylor Wine, by the way.
1: Yeah, I think Taylor Wine starts to see the field. D next end. Year. Yeah, yeah, but you're deep at D end right now. You're pretty deep. It's going to be a lot of Ethan Downs, a lot of PJ, a lot of R. Mason Thomas. Trace Ford is coming back. And then as far as what happens in the portal, do you end up with Princely? Okay, maybe. If not, I think you're fine with where you stand because between downs pj and rmt next season i like that core of pass rushers for oklahoma
0: safety you've got billy bowman coming back you've got peyton bowen two superstars uh bowman's proven bowen is on his way to being proven but he's a player he's a big time player robert spears jennings um michael Bogdanowski coming in Jaden hardy coming in you've got jacoby johnson Reggie yep. Powers, the kid from who was committed to Michigan State, coming in, right? Yeah, and
1: then of course you got Eric McCarty and Dave McCullough mm-hmm. as That's well. That's true.
0: Uh, Cheetah, Justin Harrington. You would expect he's going to get that ruling, and then you have Harrington and Deson McCullough there. So that'll uh,
1: be an in- intriguing battle. They, well, and I
0: think with the way Kendall Dolby played. Can't
1: disregard him at Cheetah.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right. Break time. That's what it could look like for the Sooners next year, but O line and D line, man, you've got to supplement those positions. That's where the Sooners again. I think, you know, a lot of the areas we talked about, they're they're very competitive with anybody. I know Georgia, Bama kind of on a different level, but Oklahoma's not that far behind. It's the O line and the D line they need to definitely get better at. All right, stay with us, coming back right here on the Home of Sooner fans. All right, we are back. It is the Tuesday edition of Steelman and Thune right here on the home of Sooner fans. Hour number one presented by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113, Chevrolet Text Line, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Can we take a break from the uh, sports for like one minute? A break from the sports, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to talk politics, folks. No, 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 no. This is this involves sports in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way, you know, we lost the great American diplomat Henry Kissinger about two weeks ago, and he was able to broker peace between many different parties that were opposed to each other. So, ladies and gentlemen, can we play the peace train? Because I think it's time that everybody jump on the peace train. It's about peace that. Yes. On Jump on the peace train. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, very vicious war between uh, our very own Parker Thune and uh, OU Insider versus the Scoop crew. As uh, salvos were fired again yesterday, there were missile launches in both directions. There were... No, no, no. The scoop crew they were going to they were going to
1: town with Captain 405. I that thought you guys got into
0: it. Okay, so there was no so these were missiles that were launched in a different direction. There was no OU insider scoop beef yesterday. Okay, good, 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 because I am here to broker the peace treaty. All right. And right now we don't need any uh, civilian casualties in this war. We don't need it. Because I, I'm very uncomfortable. I don't like conflict and I like both sides. Of course, I'll side with you. Of course, you're 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 my teammate right now. I'm on your team. He said, "Right now." But well, are you hitting the transfer portal? No, I'm talking about they're going to put this old man out to pasture pretty soon. So that's what I'm talking about. But it's I'm just very uncomfortable. It makes me very uncomfortable. I don't like conflict. I know people love it on social media, but I'm like, he's my friend. He's my friend. He's They're, they're going after each other. So, this wasn't a beef between you guys yesterday? No. Okay. There you go. No, not explicitly. There
1: was, there was a ton of beef on social media. I was not directly involved in any of it, at least to my knowledge. My mentions get so full, sometimes I miss things. But All right. Well, I, I, was, just, not, I was not actively I engaging am in beef. I'm
0: volunteering my services to be the diplomat if this ever comes, uh, if there's a heated battle again. But uh, there you go. I'm very uncomfortable. I remember when they told uh, a good friend, we had to say, you know what? We're going to have to ask you to leave the apartment back in college. Steely, get out of here. I was in the bathroom washing my hands. <laughs> no, I don't want to be out there for this. Do you agree, Steely? Mm, uh, yes. I don't like conflict, so I'm just saying the peace stream. Okay, um, by the way... Just in case you didn't hear, you probably did. If you if you didn't, the Sooners get uh, Deion Burks, wide receiver, who was the leading wide receiver for Purdue through the portal. And that happened about 90 minutes ago and seven touchdowns a year ago for the Boilermakers, ranked as the number three. Uh, receiver in the portal and uh, great news for Oklahoma transfer portal news again brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. See that was a that was a good move by Swiftco. We've already mentioned them four times today. Brand knows what's going on. That is that is a very good move. All right, um, EPL again Friday. Any kind of news leaking out of there? I'm not going to ask you a percentage, but Eddie Pierre Louis. 2 p.m. Friday. About where I'm at with this recruitment is
1: I'm 60% confident he's a Sooner, and I won't be able to go much higher than that because, okay. again, I think he's going to pick OU on Friday. Nobody knows if he's going to pick OU on Friday. and like, Not even folks within the Switzer like They think they're getting the kid, but they're not for sure because – how can you be sure when you've had some of the experiences that they have had, especially this cycle with kids telling multiple staffs exactly what they want to hear? Not just williams Winery, which is the most obvious example, but you rewind to the Zadavian-Sims fiasco, for instance. And just because a kid tells you, I'm coming, doesn't always mean you can count on it. So I I think... And the folks in the Switzer Center think that they're getting Eddie Pierre-Louis on Friday. But we'll see. There's going to be a layer of intrigue and mystique surrounding it all.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Two o'clock on Friday at Tampa Catholic, uh, that announcement's coming down. You want to get some texts in? Guys, uh, we've been a little bit delinquent getting to the text line today. That's on me. People disagree
1: with you. Justin Newcastle says,
0: battle royale between all the OU recruiting services. (laughs) People love this stuff. I can't stand any of this stuff. It just, it turns my stomach, all of it. I just don't like it, but people like a good battle, I guess. I just have never been that way. A listener in New Jersey says,
1: Texas fans sure wanted Dion Burks. I peeked at their message boards, but now they say they don't need him. Oh, Amazing. of course.
0: That's always, man, you know, well, you know, I uh, know. He, he never would have played here anyway. That's how it works. You know, you want him, you want him in, it'd be a great acquisition. Ah, well, you know, he would have never played. Tyler Ada asks, who's more likely
1: to contribute right away, David Stone or Jaden Jackson? The answer, Tyler, is David Stone.
0: Jaden Jackson's pretty good. He though. is pretty good. Uh, you know, he's it's not kinda, get that twisted. No doubt, he looks like a. Uh, he might be an immovable object there on the uh, D line, particularly once he's already large and in charge. He gets with Schmidt, it's going to be even more difficult to deal with him. Uh, DJ Hicks, is it? Would there be something? Is it the bowl game that we're thinking about? Yeah, yeah I'll have Are to
1: you? wait till the bowl game.
0: Wait till after the bowl. You're ready to deal with another DJ Hicks situation, but the deal is he has until January 3rd, so that's going to be the uh, the OSU. Isn't that the 27th, I believe? I have State no 99? idea. I haven't looked at the bull schedule. So um, it's going to be very interesting. Can Emmett Jones help recruit elite offensive linemen? I don't know. Justin in Newcastle does want the battle royale. <laughs> between you know, your recruiting service. A listener
1: in the 580 says, can the best and award-winning duo,
0: that's us, mm.
1: talk about how our special teams will look next
0: year? What do you think? Luke Elzinga looked pretty good. Luke Elzinga looked really good. Down and he can foot. throw the ball, too. And he
1: can pass. Man, that
0: dude, that was a laser for a punter, anyway. Yeah, so he's got a year
1: left. He's your punter heading into next year. No question about that ben anderson's gonna reprise his role as long snapper as far as kicker i expect that to be a battle gavin marshall will no doubt push zach schmidt and liam evans like don't disregard liam evans just because he's a true freshman he is capable of coming in and starting from the jump at oklahoma much like austin Seibert did
0: daniel in new new york city Says German Ger- Jermad McCoy, defensive back from Oregon State, posted that he was offered by Oklahoma. Ooh, Jermad McCoy.
1: This is news to me. Okay, I need to, I need to dig into this a little bit.
0: Six one five says, "What about the Australian kid? Special teams.
1: The Australian kid.
0: Is there an Australian kid? I'm there drawing a blank. Is there?
1: Is there an Aussie? I'm struggling."
0: Daniel Crocodile Dundee Jr., yes, is uh, in the kicking competition. I, I don't, That's no knife. I don't think there's an Aussie. That's a knife.
1: Australian. Yep, I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. All right, let us
0: know. Maybe, uh, maybe we're I, – I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. We just talked about that, Rob Boomin. after that announcement would probably happen after the uh, bowl game. For DJ Hicks, if it happens. If you had to answer yes or no, if it'll happen. My answer is yes. Okay, there you go. Food, I thought you said yes, man. I'm to you about, every time, man, and I'm paying a dollar twenty nine a month for that. Consider me unsubscribed. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, back with you, wrapping up hour number 1405-651-3439. Chevrolet text line. Mike Seeley-Parker-Thune here on the Home of Sooner Fans. And uh, the texts are rolling in. Okay, for the Sooners next year to have a really good year in the SEC, and don't forget the uh, the total schedule release tomorrow night, uh, Teddy and Tyler on uh, – the rush, you are going to go 3-7 to 7 tomorrow because the uh, schedule release comes out at 6 p.m. tomorrow. They'll talk about uh, all of the games, the Sooners, and have all the dates and all of that stuff. Probably won't have times, but we'll at least have dates. Probably have uh, times on some of them, but that's happening tomorrow night. So, for Oklahoma to really go into the SEC and be ultra-competitive, perhaps even have a chance to compete for uh, the league championship, what three things need to happen? Do you want to address that next hour, or do you want to try and take a I shot at it hit right that now? that right now. Okay. Give me your three. JFA needs to be JFA. Boom. Number one.
1: I mean, very Jackson straightforward. Arnold needs to live up to the hype. That's, I mean, that's got to be the case, right? You can't have any drop-off, any noticeable drop-off, in terms of the, your level of quarterback play. And I don't think you will, but that is kind of a prerequisite.
0: For- because if JFA is JFA – He's gonna be another level beyond Dylan Gabriel. And Dylan Gabriel was pretty darn good last year. Right? Agreed. So I'm with you on that. All right. So we got the same number one. What else? Okay. I guess my are, two and are, three are kind of the same thing, but are we shooting for controllables
1: here? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, to okay, a certain extent. I think you gotta you gotta rush the passer well.
0: Okay kind of ties into mine yeah
1: Yeah. I mean I and I trust Oklahoma is going to be able to do that but that was one area in which you saw a big jump from 2023 uh, or from 2022 to 2023 excuse me where Oklahoma rushed the passer much more effectively this season than they did last season so if you can continue that climb especially with guys like PJ and R. Mason Thomas getting larger shares of the snaps then I think that bodes well for your defense as a whole. It makes the secondary's job easier. They've got to hold down coverages for less time. And when you're talking elite defensive play, it starts up front, always. Always okay. starts up front. And then third, third, I would say, again, this is not something that I, I'm worried about happening because I trust that it will happen. But Bill Bedenboe's got to figure out his offensive line heading into next year.
0: We're kind of on the same page. Uh, number one for me, Jackson Arnold needs to live up to the hype. And uh, there will probably be a little bit of growing pains, no doubt, particularly when we're going to the SEC. But if he is the real deal that we think he's going to be, he'll be a level above Dylan Gabriel. And the level that Dylan was at last year was pretty darn good. Wasn't, wasn't just great beyond, you know, five out of five stars, but pretty darn good. But Jackson Arnold has a chance, and uh, – we believe that he can take that position to a different level. Number two, get better on the interior defensive line and on the offensive line. Uh, In the SEC, bottom line is you're dealing with hogs, big guys that can play and run and are tough. They're aggressive. You've got to address, you know, through the portal, and these guys have got to be really, really good. Number three, get a reliable kicker because some of those games are going to come down, to maybe a field goal here, field goal yeah, there. Sure. And little Zach things Schmidt, matter. unless he can improve, he's not going to cut it in some of these games. Sorry. I mean, he's just too unreliable. But Yeah, you
1: can't have that. Everything matters in the SEC. It does. Especially the little things. And every single point that you can squeeze out of every single drive is going to be significant. Do we have a sand aggie on the text line? This listener said, Parker needs to be
0: hit ceremoniously with a battery. Is that 704? It says North Carolina. North Carolina.
1: Sand Aggie in North Carolina?
0: Oh, okay, yeah, it just clicked with me. An old brain, uh, that's right, batteries. You got? It. Didn't you have a projectile battery? Was it like a uh, Duracell that was flying at you or what? Yes. It didn't hit you, though. It
1: did not hit me. I, don't, I have no reason to think it was directed at me. I was walking behind the OU bench. I think somebody threw it at the OU bench, and I just happened to be near the path of... I vote to
0: never see Tech again ever in any sporting event. Ever. And you don't go to Lubbock. That should be a new rule. Period. For anything. You know what we need to do? Except to see the Buddy Holly Museum. And that's about it. You know
1: what we need to do sometime? It's funny because I'm actually... I'm recording an interview with him later today that will be available on the OU Insider YouTube channel later this week. But we got to get Josh Isosa on this show because at the Rivals Camp in Dallas back in May... Josh only had a couple FBS offers at that point. OU wouldn't offer for another two months. And I was chatting with him. I obviously knew, knew who he was, knew he played ball up in Edmonds at Santa Fe High School, and I asked him, so, man, like, what, what offers would you really, really like? Like, if, you, if there's one school that you would love to hear from and potentially commit to, like, what is that school for you? And he goes, Texas Tech. And I said Texas Tech. Well, what are you talking about? And he said, Yeah, I just I liked Tech growing up. I said, Come on, man. We had a. I gave him a good little ribbing for that. Still do, but obviously, it it all came out in the wash because he got the offer from and committed to the University of Oklahoma and Bill Bedenbaugh.
0: There you go. But all he right. wanted to be a Sandaggy. No. Ever playing around through Lubbock? No, 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 it doesn't.
1: in Tulsa says it was likely a Rayovac battery. Sand Aggies can't afford Duracell. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. I like it. All right. Everybody wants to know about Tawi Walker at practice today for OU. What? Yeah. So the plan is for him to mm-hmm. play in the bowl game. Yeah.
1: Now, if he, you know, if he has a transfer destination in place that he really, really likes and the staff there is like, hey, don't play in the bowl game, then I I think those plans could change. But as of right now, the plan is for Tawi to play in the bowl game.
0: Yeah, he's in the portal but still practicing for the Sooners, getting ready for the Alamo Bowl matchup against Arizona. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up next hour. All right. Also – One analyst thinks Dylan Gabriel is going to be really, really good for the Oregon Ducks. We'll talk about that. Take some more of your techs. A lot more Sooner football to talk about. want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. They'll do great work for you. Appreciate Tim and his company sponsoring hour number one. We've got another hour still ahead right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. There is always a lot to talk about here. We're ready to talk to you and uh, get your texts in as well. 405-651-3439. Knippemeyer um, Chevrolet Text Line.
1: Um I I suppose we have breaking news? Really? I breaking news. Uh I I am astonished by this. Oh no. Really? But Hayes Fawcett just put out that Caden Green is entering the transfer portal. Really? I What? I'm s wh- I am i do not even know what to say right now. Why? That is so out of left
0: field. Is it freaking Eli Drinkwitz at work? That what? I'm I'm
1: legitimately at a loss.
0: Now make sure it's not like some bogus account. No, 100%. like it's legit.
1: It is actually Hayes Faucet.
0: I, I. Are you sure it doesn't say like Faucet Hayes or something? No, 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 <laughs> no. Like this is legit. All right, for those who don't know, Caden Green, big-time recruit, played a lot this year as a true freshman, played really well when he was in there. Played mainly at guard because of injuries at that position. Uh, you think about the job he did, a pretty decent job on sweat in the Cotton Bowl, really good job considering uh, the situation he was in, and uh, figures to be a All-American candidate kind of player on the O-line at Oklahoma. And you're saying, I, this is crazy.
1: Okay. I I have no idea what to say to that. That is, I of all the thing of of all of all the players of all the people I would never have imagined would be hitting the transfer portal. It's like I, I still don't even believe this is actually happening. I mean, it's Hayes Fawcett, so obviously it's happening. I have no idea why or how. I'm. I'm putting feelers out right now to see what in the world is going on. Yeah,
0: it does say plans to. doesn't say has entered. Oklahoma O-lineman, Caden Green, plans to enter the transfer portal, he tells, on three sports. If this is Eli, freaking wits, why would be the answer? NIL, homesick. I mean, the dude has a chance to be a superstar at OU going into the SEC. Holy smokes, man. Like, I don't even know where to
1: begin trying to analyze this because it doesn't make sense. It straight up does not make any sense. Like... Yeah, I'm just I, I'm going to have to wait till I have some actual information on what the he- heck is going on. And here what about I- the
0: pipeline, too? Is the pipeline been shut off now? To Lee Summit?
1: I, I I I guess? I Something's got Something's got to be seriously wrong.
0: That is just bizarre.
1: Like, if you can't tell Do you that I'm think at a loss right that
0: now. they said, we want you to stay at guard, and maybe he wants to uh, be a tackle? Surely that – I mean, if he threatened to say, you know what, uh, they would say, well, yeah, you can play tackle.
1: Well, Scary Gary said get him a girlfriend on the softball team. He's got a girlfriend. She goes to the University of Central Oklahoma. So really? She's right up the road. I don't think Caden Green is planning on transferring to UCO. It's only a half hour drive.
0: So I, I legitimately can't make sense of it. I just I, quote tweeted that, and I'm still feeling like somehow, oh, I didn't see there was another T in Fawcett or something, you know. But now it, it, it looks legit. I don't understand this. I mean, we thought that um, Dalen Smothers was surprising, maybe Todd Walker a little bit surprising, uh, anybody else that was surprising. I mean, you, you're talking about Marcus Hicks, DJ Graham, Jason Llewellyn, uh, Tommy Walker, Nate Anderson, DG. DG was surprising to an extent, obviously. Savion Bird, Reggie Grimes, Key Lawrence, Marcus Major, Dalen Smothers, Kelvin Gilliam. But this would be the one that you just absolutely think. Say what? You know. Are you waiting to hear from sources? You're you are right now. I. Like, it's hard to
1: fathom that this is actually happening. You look, that is the
0: kind of face when I tried to do a very difficult math equation that was beyond me, because once I got, once they started putting letters in the math, I had no clue. And that was the face you just made, like, it was just, uh, what? I think you've been I, flabbergasted.
1: I am truly flabbergasted, Steely, because I've known this kid and covered him for two and a half years now, going on three. Very, very close with his family. Um, obviously have spent a ton, ton of time up there, at least some at North. And he, he's all OU, man, and always has been. He was a team captain last month as a true freshman.
0: It's those Missouri frickin' Ozark hillbillies up there. It must be Eli. You know, they go out and win 10 games. That, I am declaring them the new enemy. Damn it, they're Missouri. I'm putting a tree, I'm writing a frickin' manifesto, all right? They're the new Texas Tech of the SEC. Walking around like they've done something. I think it's all Missouri. And Williams, Benedict Arnold, uh, Wannary. Must be involved in the process. Maybe not. Whenever if you want to come to OU, I'm just kidding. But you know, this is this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Nil probably Missouri. Yeah. Well, it's it would have to be something crazy nil wise. If it's not Missouri, where would he go? I mean, I guess you could uh, like.
1: Nebraska? Who else did he consider?
0: Well, Nebraska, they, they, they're trying to get Dylan Raiola, right? Got a visit. Kyle McCord. I had heard somebody call, call him Kent McCord. One Adam 12. Uh, Kyle McCord. Also from Ohio State, considering Nebraska. Nebraska, I guess, got serious about NIL, right? Extra serious, it looks like. Ladies and gentlemen. Parker Thune looks like a statue. He literally has a look like what just happened. He cannot speak. He cannot speak right now. This is the most. We're not laughing, Boomer Brock. We're serious serious
1: about this. Like, this is the most truly befuddling transfer portal entry that Oklahoma has ever had. Maybe not the most consequential, because obviously that was Caleb Williams. But, like, with Caleb Williams, you could see it coming, right? hmm And it was a very open secret for a month beforehand that he was um, considering it. I... I have no idea how or why or what is going on to have caused this, because this kid is, like, he's on Twitter welcoming Spencer Brown to Oklahoma three days ago.
0: All right, and if you're wondering what what in the wide, wide world of sports we're talking about, Hayes Fawcett just tweeted out about uh, 15 minutes ago, Oklahoma offensive lineman Caden Green plans to enter the transfer portal. I didn't say is. It was like plans to. That's what you got to cling to right now. Now the question is, is he out of practice today?
1: Well, I, there was an open practice session mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. I obviously was not there. I I don't know, man. I am at a loss.
0: Is there an issue with Bill Biedenboe? Oh, no, Bill Biedenboe. This is going to be bad for Bill Biedenboe. Because they've been beating up on uh, Bill Biedenboe a little bit recently.
1: Yeah, and look. To everybody like Chuck and Enid saying Stutzman put him in the portal as a hoax. like this is not a hoax, people. I know that much. I don't think Caden Green is gonna text no like this is is this is legit happening. Is he gonna be catching why?
0: Catching a pair of keys from Trent Williams or something and driving off in a Corvette. I I don't know. He his dad deleted his Twitter account. What? Not practicing according to people out at practice. So this is this is crazy. This is the most stunned look I've ever seen on Parker Thune's face, except when I sang the Edmund Fitzgerald nearly perfectly. It's about the same, but that was a good stunned. This is a really bad stunned. All right, maybe he is, uh, again, as we talked about, maybe he just is homesick. But you said he's got a girlfriend at UCO, right? Yeah. I I don't know, man. You want to try and get Drum on the phone and see what he knows? Well, he knows no more than I do. I can oh, tell yeah. you that. All right. So you've already talked, tried to find out what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Sarks Vodka says, think he wants to play tackle and not guard. So we we addressed that. Maybe that's something. I don't know. But it's it's crazy. Yeah, Mule Shoe is involved with Caden Green. We, the, the whole Stutzman Army, we're marching on L.A., if that's the case. We are marching on L.A., What was the fife and what was what what, there was a fife and a drum and what else involved in that picture? That's how we're going to march on L.A. if it happens. Surely this is this absolutely has to be disciplinary related. I can't fathom. uh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, he hasn't had any issues, right? Caden Green, Parker, that, you know, of. none, none whatsoever. The whole thing's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. It's a big riddle right now. We're trying, to, we're trying to find out, but it's very, very strange. Phil Lodholt effect. Basantis coming in. Please just pay the man, says Cole and Claremore. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Can we get gonna, a highway patrol blockade I'll, headed north? No, every direction, a blockade.
1: I'm going to keep trying to get to the bottom of this, but this is seismic.
0: All right, break time right here. 405-651-3439. Steely, you're replacing all five offensive
1: line starters next year. That's what that means.
0: Welcome to the SEC. Holy cow. 405-651-3439. According to Hayes Fawcett, OU, offensive lineman. Caden Green, who is really, really good as a true freshman last year, plans to enter the portal. Why? Why? If it's Missouri, we're marching on Columbia, too. We'll be right back. Oh, my gosh. What? I just went out and stress ate a bunch of holiday cookies out there in the lobby. Caden Green going to enter the portal. Nothing official yet, right? Just the report that Hayes Fawcett has out there that Oklahoma offensive lineman Caden Green plans to enter the transfer portal. Portal updates, unfortunately. This one, I, you know what? I don't even want to attach Swiftco roofing to that portal update. Brent wouldn't want it. That's too negative. Swiftcogroup.com. Are you learning anything as to how and why this could have happened? I mean, uh, the bumper music I pro- probably says a lot, but what are you thinking? Just still in shock?
1: Yeah, Steely, this is befuddling.
0: I was talking to Tyler. He's out there getting ready for his show, and he said, man, I thought the the same thing that you were thinking, like it's got to be some kind of a hoax or a fake, you know, edit or something. But it is real, and uh, it is spectacular. So uh, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. This is not one that we... We're expecting. And it hurts. An anonymous source says, is the Anheuser-Busch guy paying for Green to leave OU to go to Missouri? I don't know. Maybe it's some Budweiser money. All right. Can I just state that I do not like this era of college football? It's an old take. I get it. I'm old. I'm going to have old takes. But, I mean, it's great when, you know, Portal (laughs) – guy comes in that's good for you, but Caden Green reposted the tweet, so, oh my gosh, I hope he turns off replies. This is not going to be good. It's going to get ugly. Because what happens if they change his mind? Green, you just move on to wherever you're going. Well, yeah, I, I mean, like here's the thing, folks, this...
1: Like, if this isn't a wake-up call to the era of college football in which we live, and I guess I'm finally starting to get my thoughts together here. If this isn't a wake-up call to the new era of college football, then you're in for a much ruder awakening later on down the line. Because Caden Green, I remember his high school coach telling me, I remember sitting there in the football office up at Lee's Summit North, and Caden Green's high school coach telling me, Oh, Caden, from the second he got the OU offer, he was committing to OU. We had to make him take other visits.
0: Is there a chance, you know, who's been throwing some money around? Coach Prime in Colorado. Now, I don't know how much they have, but they've been overhauling that roster quite a bit. Hey, does he seem like a Coach Prime kind of guy, though?
1: Phil O'Hall decision? I, here's the thing. You kind of have to throw perceptions out the window at this point because – It would never have seemed like Caden Green would go anywhere in the transfer portal. It never seemed like he would want an off-ramp out of the University of Oklahoma, but here we are.
0: We could have a new list of uh, targets, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mule Shoe in L.A., we've got them under surveillance right now, of course. Uh, We've got nukes pointed in their direction. We'll tell the citizens of L.A. to leave. You have, you know, three days to leave, and then that's it. Columbia, Missouri could be one and Boulder is that a possibility yeah it's crazy I mean it's just crazy and when you're trying to build a culture in the portal era it's more difficult than it's ever been So, but this one is 100% out of left field I mean everybody is stunned by this one maybe Oregon with uh, Mississippi State oh we'll put Starkville on there too We'll put Starkville on that list. Surely not. All right. Uh, what do you think? Top four contenders for Caden Green, Missouri. <laughs> That's what, the, what the heck? Like Missouri, Oregon, Colorado, Nebraska. They're fine. What about Starkville? Oh, they so, will Starkville. absolutely destroy Lebby if he ends up there.
1: Gosh, this is wild. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The text line is quite upset. Curse words are all over the text line. Sheesh, man. I haven't heard a good sheesh in a while, but that's one that definitely is very appropriate right there. All right. I don't know, man. This was just crazy. So now you you better hope you get OU Geno through the portal, right?
1: Well, and here's what this ought to emphasize to the folks at the University of Oklahoma, whether within the athletic department or involved with the money, no
0: one is safe. <laughs> Literally, no one is safe. Scary, Gary. Caden Green jumping Caden McFarland on my poop list of Cadens. Come on, Caden McFarland's not doing anything. He's just got a pinion, Scary, Gary. But it's a good, it's a good text. Though. Okay, here's the deal, though. If a kid who was a lifelong
1: OU fan. Born and raised in green country before moving to the Kansas City suburbs. And, again, a guy that I said always wanted to commit to OU from the second he got the offer and ascended to the level of team captain as a true freshman. You're thinking this guy's going to be
0: an All-American in Oklahoma. Yes.
1: If that kid can be bought. And, like, until I get a better rationale for why this happens, that's what we have to assume took place. If a
0: guy like that can be bought, there is no one on your roster who is safe. Zane says Jackson Arnold at practice today. Just checking. Yes, Jackson Arnold was at practice. <sighs> this wasn't on anybody's Bonkers. bingo card today. Bonkers, Steely. And I don't is... even know
1: where you go. Like you got to go back to the portal at this point. Yeah. You got to go get another offensive lineman. I mean, you definitely gotta double up and try to close on Fabeki Nawawu and Gino Vandemark this weekend. But like <laughs> Caden Green is not somebody you replace one for one either.
0: Yeah, this this dude, like I said, you were thinking, man, he's the next great old lineman at Oklahoma, you know? And maybe he'll carry that tradition on Lane Johnson, Trent Williams, Creed Humphrey, all those guys who have been unbelievable. But uh Who is going to – yeah, do we have the – I need to pull that up, the Mayagino clip from last week. (laughs) I'll try and do that for the next segment. It's perfect. Um, I I just – this is crazy. I mean, I don't know what could have happened besides NIL. I mean, surely, if there was a conversation, because we just talked about you think they'll keep playing him at guard. We literally talked about that, talking about the O-line for next year, in the first hour. But I wouldn't think if they said, no, Caden, we still want you at guard. We're not budging from that. I wouldn't think that would be the cause of this. It's got to be NIL. Or is the girlfriend moving? Do we know that? (laughs) I don't think that has anything to do with it, Steele. I don't know. What if she's moving? The power of... The girlfriend can be pretty powerful. Again, the highway patrol needs to close the borders. Now, Brandon from the 405 says, surely it's money or position. Wants to play tackle instead of guard. I Wouldn't you think that they would be flexible, though, if he was that angry about having to just play guard? I mean, surely that wouldn't like, be a breaking he, point. If he walks
1: into Bill Biedenboe's office and says... Hey, I want to play left tackle. What do you think Bill Biedenbow's gonna say? Like you're gonna tell a kid no? You'll be like, Well, you're my only returning starter next year. But nope, nope you're gonna you're gonna play guard because I said so.
0: Loco Ohio has gone loco. He says, Throw the kitchen sink at the A and M kid, Basantis.
1: Right? You might have to at this point. Because You need help. Like you're literally cobbling, cobbling together an offensive line from scratch. Mm-hmm. Can we pay? Save for Jacob Sexton. <laughs> Jacob Sexton is the one guy that you know, okay, like we have firsthand confirmation that this dude can play and can protect our quarterback. It's a shot in the dark everywhere else.
0: Ronnie Crimson says, can we not pay for the Thunder Arena and just play, pay for Caden Green instead? Ronnie, coming in strong. Rumor is with Oregon, a $1.1 million NIL deal. Now, I, I, I wasn't close, I promise you. I w- Derek. Steely almost saying the power of the... I said the power of the girlfriend can be very powerful. That's what I'm saying. This Who would have thought we'd be talking, you know what, today we need to put on a rundown. Uh, Cajun Green, Green to, to the, the portal. transfer portal. Say, what's... You must be drinking, boy. We are not talking about Caden Green in the portal. That will never happen. Guess what? In this day and age, this is proof again that the meteor is on the way. Probably in some distant place out there in the galaxy right now, but it's got our name on it. And it says, Transfer Portal. Stenciled on that. The aliens put that sign on the meteor. That was the last straw. Boom. And that's it civilization's gone. This is another step in that direction. Caden Green in the portal. I'm trying to reserve judgment until I know all of the facts of what
1: went down, but, again, like, it's, it's becoming increasingly clear. You can't bank on loyalty anymore in college football. Like, the money's got to be right with everybody.
0: We live in a society, people, where loyalty means nothing. And the almighty dollar means everything. As Metallica said, sad but true. All right, break time right here, 405-651-3439. Keep those attacks rolling in. You know, I was all ready to play the Dylan Gabriel, you know, Joel Klatt clip. I'm going to go eat some more holiday cookies to to deal with this stress right now. the, The portal is ruining civilization. Except when Dion Burks came to OU, and it was a great thing for society, clearly. But Caden Green leaving? No, nah, that's not good. Stay with us. We're coming right back here on The ref. All right, we are back. 405-651-3439. Chevrolet text line. Riverwind Casino. Get out there. Play with your wild card Mondays and Tuesdays to earn extra entries for some great promotions. Talking about the 100K Frosty Fridays promotions which are still ongoing throughout the month of December. Be out there on Friday nights for a chance for you to win your share of $100,000 in cash and bonus play. The Midnight Magic Madness. Be thinking about New Year's Eve and play with your wild card every Sunday throughout the month of December. Get 17 times the entries for that promotion. Be there on New Year's Eve, 6 to 1130, for the preliminary drawings. You can win your share of 100 k in cash and bonus play in the Midnight Magic Madness promotion. And then a grand prize winner, could be, could be you. Somebody's going to win, right? The grand prize winner will win at least $20,240 in cash, and that is the minimum amount. Any other unclaimed prize money or bonus play you will get that as well. So you've got uh, $315,000 up for grabs and giveaways this holiday season at Riverwind Casino in addition to all the jackpots they'll be giving away. We've got uh, concerts happening at the Showplace Theater. Lee Bryce this Friday night, December 15th. Ron White, couple comedy shows December 30th. That should be good. Midland will uh, be playing on the Showplace Theater stage Sunday, New Year's Eve. So get those tickets at Riverwind.com or at the Casino Box Office. They just announced that Jay Leno is coming back. That, uh, that show was uh, postponed because of COVID. Now it's rescheduled. Friday night, March fifteenth, Jay Leno at the Showplace Theater, and then you also get Jim Gaffigan that month of March. Saturday, March twenty third, in January, Boys to Men, Clay Walker and Joe Coy and friends, another comedy show. In February, Air Supply and Scotty McCreary. but always something happening at uh, the one and only Riverwind Casino. Good times to be had, always at the metro area's best casino, Riverwind Casino. All right, uh, Mark Mangino. Has some thoughts on what's going on with Caden Green and this portal deal. You know what this is all about, don't you? That's right. BDS, dollar signs. There you go. He's always been very succinct, very terse response right there from Mark Mangino. One more time, Mark. What's it about? You know what this is all about, don't you? That's right. BDS, dollar signs. Have we been able to uncover anything else? Or is everybody still in the aftermath of being totally shook by this announcement that Caden Green's entering the portal? for? Yeah, no,
1: everybody is still shook. I I mean, like, I think we all understand why it happened, how it happened. The fact that it happened remains no less stunning.
0: Do we understand why it happened, though? Yes. You're going with the Mangino theory. I'm going with the Mangino theory. Did Caden Green seem like the kind of kid who was thinking about NIL NIL that much? No,
1: like absolutely not. (laughs) Like, oh gosh. Because like, and anybody that is a member over at OUinsider.com and has been along for the ride, uh, as I've covered Caden's recruitment and his brief career at Oklahoma, like they know what that kid is about. They know what his family is about. They know how all in he has been for so long with OU. And then you have this? Out of nowhere on a Tuesday afternoon in December? Doesn't make any sense, man. What
0: happens if it's Colorado and Holt Do we disassociate Holt from the OU program for good? His name will be never mentioned again. Let him go from <laughs> us forever. Let him begin the walk of shame. Ooh, what would be the most painful thing? Would it be Coach Prime or Drinkwits? Oh, that's a tough choice. I don't mind Dion. I think actually beyond the – Dion's like a split personality. Like, have you seen the uh, Coach Prime on Amazon Prime? It's actually pretty good. Like, he goes to this old lady's house who's been a lifelong Colorado fan. She's, like, in her 80s. And her sister, she had a twin sister. They were huge Colorado fans. Takes her out to midfield. Super nice to her. So, I think, actually, Missouri would be more painful. Missouri, like I said, in the SEC, they're the new freaking Texas Tech. Just annoying you know, rise up and have a good year and think you're all that. Maybe it is the Budweiser money. Although Bud Light took a significant hit for a while, right? Holy cow, what's going on with the text on it? I thought those were actual. That was just the monitor. I thought it was like a 100,000 text coming in at one second. Sooner... Two
1: eight seven says other station on Twitter just reported that he wanted offensive tackle, but OU said no.
0: Hmm. Well, we had talked about that too. And if that is the, uh, if that's the case, I put that on the OU coaches. I mean, can you? Uh, the players don't get to coach. I get that or make decisions, but that seems like a. I mean, he was recruited as a tackle. He was recruited as a guard. He was recruited as a guard? Yes. I did not know that. Yep. All right, my bad. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, maybe it makes a little more sense. I don't know. I don't know. That is really crazy. All right, 405, what if we find out that Gabriel asked him to come along to Eugene, Oregon? Do well, you have to disown Dylan Gabriel oh, yeah, at that point? We're disowning everybody, Yes. That's what we do now. You leave, you're Benedict Arnold. You know how it works. So uh, SC would be the worst, actually. Probably Missouri second, Colorado three. Maybe Anheuser-Busch is winning out over, really. I almost read that. It was a play on words. Maybe Anheuser-Busch is winning out
1: over. Gunny of Sussman Army says, I'm either driving to Columbia to kick Drinkwitz in the nuts or Norman to kick Beedonboe in the nuts. Where should I head, east or west, Parker?
0: I don't know. I guess we got to find the full story. It's uh, Tyler from Ada. If Green... Left because he wouldn't get the opportunity to play tackle, then Bow needs to very much be on the hot seat. How do you think that conversation went down?
1: I mean I first off, I don't buy that. You don't? I don't buy that it's as simple as he I wanted would, to play tackle, oh now he's transferring.
0: I mean, if that is the case, that is pretty bizarre. Because if you have a prospect that is that bought in and is that talented and already showed in his first year that he's a potential, you know, the next All-American offensive lineman at the University of Oklahoma. I mean, Tyler Guyton just got projected 15th in uh, one of the latest mock drafts that came out. And Tyler Guyton wasn't playing late in the year. But this kid has got he has got everything you're looking for. I, I wouldn't think they would go, well, if you want to play tackle, we want you a guard, man, and you're going to have to leave. Or if he said, well, I'm, I'm going to have to leave then, I would think that they would have had a conversation about that. I, I just can't imagine it being that cut and dry. I wouldn't think so. alright five one thirty four thirty nine. right, 405-651-3439. KW918 says, for all those
1: people out there saying we'll be fine, we're Oklahoma. Well, we haven't won a national title in 20-plus years, and it's obvious we're getting further away because we don't have the money to keep
0: players of that caliber. I mean, maybe it was the Bowman-Stutzman fund. You know, that was probably a pretty big fund. I don't know. I don't know. Um, You know, the Sooners have had their share. They probably, you know, the Baker team could have won. You were very close. You had to play Florida, you know, in the state of Florida. Very close game. Didn't have DeMarco Murray. I know the excuses are out there. You had to play LSU, which had won a championship in forever, and you had to play them in New Orleans. Um, you played a USC team that was historically good. But, yeah, I mean, OU's still a top-flight program. It's very frustrating. Again, think about what what was the last title for Notre Dame. Was that 89 for Notre Dame? 88, 89, something yeah. like that. Been a while. All right, let's take a quick break. Everybody is stunned, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to get past the, uh, the information, again, that Caden Green, Sooners offensive lineman who really played well. When he got in there as a freshman, and he got in there a bunch and did an excellent job, appeared to be totally bought in on Oklahoma. And now just maybe bought. We're coming right back. Stay here on the ref. In the portal, you can get your money for nothing and your chicks for free. This is Missouri. put a bounty on Eli not like a real one but you know I am basically that was my sixth holiday cookie out there wow you're
1: really on one. this is
0: taking me into a diabetic coma pretty much so we'll see you guys but no all right, the, uh, the great news today for the Sooners, they got really good news from the portal. Our portal updates, of course, brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. 405-831-8222, Brent Swift, Brent Swift will come out and personally look at your home, swiftcogroup.com. They'll do great work for you. All right, Deion Burks, wide receiver from Purdue, incoming, For Oklahoma, that happened, again, uh, early this morning. And uh, number one receiver for the Boilermakers a year ago. Uh, Really good portal addition for Oklahoma. One of the most highly uh, coveted transfer portal wide receiver prospects out there. So, you're thinking that's good. You got the good news yesterday about Danny Stutzman, which was off the charts unbelievably great news for OU. You got the news Friday night that Billy Bowman was coming back. Everything. Sunshine and roads is everything looking good, right? There really hasn't been a total freakout in the portal. I mean, Dylan Gabriel, we thought, yeah, he's going to the NFL. It was kind of surprising he was in the portal. He winds up at Oregon. Tommy Walker's practicing today, but again, he's, he's in the portal. Uh, Dalen Smothers was, um, was a little bit surprising. But this one today, Caden Green, the freshman offensive lineman, going into the portal was absolutely shocking. You know, and again, I don't believe it. I know some people are reporting, by the way, in backwards hats that, uh, you know, this was about Oklahoma really wanted him to stay at offensive guard and he wanted to play tackle. I can't imagine somebody of that magnitude that has that kind of potential and played really well as a true freshman when he was in there really well. That it would be, that would be the issue that would cause him to leave. If it is, that's, uh, that's very questionable. All right, 405 651 3439. Parker, any other tidbits? You know, sometimes we've had the last two days, you have a game plan. I got my play sheet. It's much bigger than Mike Leach's old play sheet. But, uh, and it's completely, it was derailed yesterday in a really good situation, derailed today too. That's the way it works in radio sometimes.
1: All right, what do we have? Sarks Vodka says, I will say, if Caden Green is the difference in this team being elite or not, we've got a lot bigger issues. Mm-hmm. I can think of several first-rounders from our offensive line over the years. None of them won at all. Not a single first-rounder on our last national championship team. Only good way to look at this. Tell homeboy from Tulsa that his take is why he's never been asked to be responsible for a football team, at LOL. Well, here's the deal.
0: I agree, you know. This doesn't mean that uh, clearly Oklahoma's going to win. They're going to go 6-6 six and six next year. It's not like that. It's more about this, just the surprise in itself that this one was just not expected. Can Oklahoma go out and get another good offensive lineman? Yes, absolutely. And they can still be a really good football team next year. I think, again, the key, though, is going to be the interior defensive line and, again, making sure they get that offensive line put together. So. We'll see and the other big part of this is where is he headed Lode Holtz? I don't know I don't know yet sometimes they have to pull your uh, like what was the uh, series where they pulled the guy's stripes and he's in the middle if Lodeholt gets him then he's he's no longer a sooner this listener in the 405 says, I don't blame the kid
1: for doing what he's doing. Oh, you recruited him to play tackle. He filled in a guard to help them out because they were having problems. The least they can do is let him move back to tackle. This is on the Oklahoma coaches. That's not true. If if
0: I, that is the case, and we don't know that that's the case. That's Maybe not you, the,
1: I I can t- like I know this firsthand. That it's not the case. That he was recruited to Oklahoma to play guard. They moved him out to left tackle this spring because they okay. needed not help there. Yeah. But they recruited him to play guard. Caden has told me that.
0: Boomer Brock says he's going to Oregon. We just need to come up with more dollars, says the four oh five. What would your guess be? Do you have any guess where you might wind up?
1: I mean I have guesses. Okay, top three. Oregon, Misso, Colorado. Okay. Those would be my guesses. That sounds like a good well, I didn't, that sounds like a good trio. Sarks followed up and said, "I agree. It's a huge loss, but people are, people are acting like losing Caden Green is going to make us go seven and five. Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll make you go seven and five, but again, at this point, you are replacing an entire offensive line.
0: Yeah, and again, look, Caden Green was really good. I I think he had potential to be an All American type guy, NFL draftee, There's no doubt. But it, Oklahoma can go out and get good players. I'm reacting to more of man. I didn't see this coming." I mean, clearly did not see this coming today. And I don't think anybody really who out, who is out there who seriously covers the Sooners saw this coming. Uh, another 405 listener says, guys, for all those callers who are
1: yakking about the NIL, it's really easy. Crimson and Cream will take credit cards. Yeah. Basically, the inference there for those that don't catch the drift is if you're not donating to the NIL fund, you ought to. That's what that listener is saying.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. So, now we're talking about OU Gino, Gino Vandermark, and the kid from North Texas. we we'll to try his name again? You've got it. I don't know. F- Febeki Nawawu. Fabeki Nawawu. So, clearly, this is going to be uh, just a uh, Sooners are looking in the portal. And uh, you think Vandermark is probably coming to OU and – WaW also. you would you feel good about both those guys right now? Yes. There you go. All right, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Want to thank Oklahoma Generator also for sponsoring our second hour family owned and operated great, great service reports. They're also Oklahoma's highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer. They're currently offering new customer discounts and free 10-year warranties with new installations right now at Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online at okgen.com, or you can call them at 405-321-6631. All right, let's get locked in up next, see what Tyler has to say about this whole Caden Green incident. Have yourself a great Tuesday.